This is Jim Minns, and welcome back to the PSA podcast for 2022. This week... Please know that the number one priority of the PSA is your safety and your well-being when at work. Now is the time to become a, a member of the PSA and know that you have the protection of, uh, of your union behind you. We discussed the protocols in place for our members returning to schools. The New South Wales Department of Education have put in place a series of safety measures to help curb the impact of the Omicron variant. But there are other concerns too that our members and delegates will face. On this episode, we will highlight the workload expectations and your rights as they are afforded to you when you return to work for the 2022 schooling year. So my name is Siobhan Callanan and uh, I am the senior organiser in the community health and education team at the PSA. The 23rd of January um, has marked the New South Wales government announcing uh, the 2022 return to school plan for New South Wales public schools. There's a focus on keeping New South Wales schools open uh, over keeping kids uh, and students and uh, staff uh, at home. Uh, what are some of the measures that are being put in place to make sure that that, ha- that, that occurs? Many of the measures that they are, uh, have in place uh, were in place in term four last year. Uh, however, they've had to make some adjustments for the new variant for Omicron uh, and to make sure that, uh, you know, that they're prepared for the fact that the case numbers are so high. So things like, uh, you know, making sure cohorting and physical distancing, particularly of different class groups, uh, which affects our learning support officers, uh, ensuring that everyone, staff and visitors are using the school check-in through Service New South Wales. Uh, they're continuing a high level, level of hygiene and cleaning. Um, mask wearing is mandatory for secondary students and for staff. And they are trying, you know, little kids are very difficult, obviously, to, to get to long-term wear masks when at school, but that they are recommended that where they can, make sure that they've got a well-fitting mask. Um, and, you know, those are the types of things limiting visitors. So, you know, in some circumstances where there are kids who are starting kindergarten or are starting year seven, I mean, there's big steps for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they will let some people, uh, parents on site for that, but really limiting outside visitors um, on site. Uh, I would just say there that um, PSA organisers are um, essential visitors. So mm-hmm. we are essential visitors. So we can come on site, That's you know, as necessary and we can come and hold meetings with members and staff. Is there any indication? on the time frame of these increased measures, how long they'll occur for? We think that um, for, for it will probably last throughout Term 1. Uh, we don't know what will happen, whether or not there'll be another variant, those types of things. The only added thing that, that they're really putting in place now is actually rapid antigen testing. They're going to be doing surveillance testing of students and staff, so that's where they test it. Uh, they test it. You test yourself a number of times a week um, and of course, if they're positive, must be uh, notifying through Service New South Wales. But, uh, you know, the schools are actually handing out uh, rapid antigen tests to families and to, um, uh, to staff as well. Hi, it's Juliet Siver here, and I'm the Senior Vice President of the Public Service Association. 
With all of the changes that have come in just in the last few days, um, we've really been uh, caught on the back foot. Uh, admin staff have been asked to arrange for the distribution of rapid antigen tests to all of our uh, school communities, so that's to all of the staff, any casuals who may need to be engaged, and to all of the families. Uh, students are going to be required to do a rapid antigen test twice a week, so we're going to distribute the first couple of weeks' worth of rapid antigen tests to families over our first two staff development days, which are pupil-free that normally, those days are set aside for us to do some professional development. So a lot of us had training planned, but we've now got thousands of rapid antigen tests that need to be packaged up into little kits for families. We're going to have to organise uh, drive-bys so that those uh, parents don't have to come onto the school grounds. Um, yeah, there's quite a, quite a bit of logistical organisation involved in um, trying to work out how we're going to do this. Juliet, as a member of the PSA executive, do you have a message for uh, members and non-members um, in regards to any uh, support that the union can offer in the return to school transition from school holidays? For us, there's myriad jobs that need to be done at the start of the school year. Um, it's, as you can imagine, there's so much in terms of enrolling new students, um, organising the resources. A lot of classrooms have changed over. We've got new staff coming on board. Contracts need finalised. There's a huge workload this time of year and so this is just adding to our workload. So if any any members have any concerns about uh, workload, being asked to uh, work outside their normal hours, um, please contact the PSA uh, for support. In the first instance, have a chat to your principal um, and see if you can come to a workable arrangement. But if you have any real concerns, contact the PSA. If you're not a member, now is the time to join. Members need to know that the PSA absolutely has your back. Uh, we have their back, and you know we we hope that more uh, of our um, sort of other other staff in schools that can join the PSA join up. If if now is you know if there is any time, now is the time to become a, a member of the PSA and know that you have the protection of uh, of your union behind you. Uh, we'll continue to do a whole range of things that we've done over the last little while. We meet regularly with the COVID task, the head of the COVID task force um, at education to work through issues that come up on a week-by-week basis. We have many organisers across the state that can have uh, that individual or group support at the school level uh, and we'll continue to do that. Um, and, of course, we'll continue to fight to make sure that if people do... Uh, you know, contract COVID, heaven forbid, but they are in a high-risk industry in schools, we, we will make sure that they have all of their entitlements, um, you know, given to them. So whether it's special leave, whether it's um, the ability to work from home because they have to isolate, whether it's, um, uh, you know, making sure their sick leave is appropriate or in cases where um, it's required for some workers' compensation. So we will make sure that everyone is protected. So... Um, you know, the PSA really has the back of anyone working in schools that, um, and we will support them and represent them. Finally, here's a message from General Secretary Stuart Little. In 2022, the PSA will represent your best interests as we continue the campaign for secure jobs through permanent employment and a safer workplace. 
For those of your colleagues who are not in the PSA, please let them know the advantages of being a member. Where there is a strong union, the rights of workers are represented. Call the PSA CPSU New South Wales today on 1300 772 679. That's 1300 772 679.